Hi, friend. You are listening to Boldly Created Podcast. Join your favorite duo as they bring on guests from all walks of life and allow you to feel like you are sitting with your besties chatting about life, Jesus, and navigating your 20s. Check in weekly for new episodes and laughs. Now, grab your favorite drink and sit back and enjoy the show. We're back. Hey, y'all. 60 seconds, candy edition. (laughs) Y'all. We were born for this right here. We were born for this. We were created for such a time as this. Yeah, we were. Okay, (laughs) Esther. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) All right. You want me to go first? You want me to ask you? Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Ready? Go. Nerds or Twizzlers? Okay. Twizzlers or Sweethearts? Twizzlers. Butterfinger or Heath? Heath. Heath or Reese's? Reese's. Reese's or (laughs) Snickers? Reese's or Snickers? Reese's. Reese's or M&M's? Reese's. M&M's or Snickers? Mm, M&M's. Gummy bears or airheads? Gummy bears. Okay, this one isn't really candy, but... Rice Krispie Treats mm. or cookies. But like not homemade cookies, but like those packaged cookies. Mm, Rice Krispie Treat. Yeah, buddy. Oh, that was good. That was good. <laughs> want some candy now. Right? Also, before I ask Addison, I have to say, some people say Reese's a different way and they like legit will die on this hill. What is how it? they say it. Some people say it's Reese's or Reese's. And people like come for each other. Yeah, like it sounds the, like recess. But like the it's like the name Reese. Do you want to know something really funny? What I can't spell Reese's. But it's Reese with apostrophe. But S. I really can't spell Reese's because spell, I think there's try. a C in there. Try. <laughs> Y'all, this is embarrassing. How do you spell the word R E E S E S? R E E S E and then apostrophe S because it's I like I got it right. You got I didn't it. put a C in there. Sometimes exactly. I want to put a C in there because it sounds like recess. I know. It's confusing. I don't know how to. You say want to know it. something funny, and I don't. I don't care to like what? come at me. What for the fourteen years I could not spell sugar. How'd you spell it? S U R G A R. So sugar. if you know me and I say sugar, it's because I spelled it that way forever. It's not sugar. It's sugar. She does say it like every day. She's like, "Oh, sugar," and I'm like, <laughs> "What are you talking about?" <laughs> okay, are you ready? I'm ready. And go. Okay, how about Milk Duds or M&M's? M&M's. All right, all right. How about Kit Kat or Twizzlers? Twizzlers. Mm, Laffy Taffy or Airhead? Airhead. Yeah. What about Oreo Mm. or Reese's? Mm. Reese's. Reese's. Snickers or Milky Way? Snickers. Three Musketeers Mm. or Reese's? Reese's. Okay, nerds or the nerds gummy clusters? I'm going to say gummy clusters. Actually, I'm going to say gummy clusters because I like them a lot. I don't like the pink and yellow, which is funny. That is funny. (laughs) There you go, y'all. Yep, candy edition. All right, this week we are bringing in someone who has a very big personality, is apparently an introvert. (laughs) And can probably have a conversation with anyone or anything. Yeah, yeah. Without further ado, here is Seth Witzel. 
Okay, everyone. So welcome, Seth. We are so excited to have you and we would love for you to just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm Seth. Uh, <laughs> I am a Western alumni. Um, yeah. I now teach fifth grade out in Cherokee on the reservation, which is a lot of fun. It's challenging, but it's a lot of fun. I am almost 30 years old, which is kind of scary. Uh, I turned 30 in July. Um, okay. And yeah, just awesome. kind of living life out here in the mountains. Yes. We're excited to have you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. So before we get started, we're going to ask you the question we ask all our guests. Mm -hmm. What would you tell your BC self, your before Christ self? Well, that's a loaded question. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, based on my past, I would tell myself a lot. Yeah. Um, just uh, I lived a lot of my life, basically from like 16 to about 25. Uh, just living for myself, mm -hmm. um, got caught up in a lot of sin struggles and mm -hmm. partying and all that good stuff. Um, and really what I would tell myself is that drinking's overrated, mm -hmm. drugs are overrated. Mm -hmm. They're going to do a lot more damage than you think. Mm -hmm. Um, they're going to pull you farther away from God than you perceive they're going to be. And yeah, I would, I would advise myself of finding community, um, within a church and finding an older guy mm -hmm. in the church to then be mentored by, mm -hmm. um, as well as taking care of myself physically. Because mm -hmm. um, that's like a, uh, the Bible says that um, taking care of yourself physically is of, is of good value, but godliness mm -hmm. is of greater value and lasts eternally. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, myself, I have seen the benefits of being physically active and challenge mm -hmm. myself in that aspect. Um, so I'd definitely like just, if I could, if I could go back, mm -hmm. I would change a lot about my past mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, I would, I would tell myself to just stop acting like a, or stop saying that you're a Christian mm -hmm. and own up to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's a good like one. That. I like that. I'm really excited to have you on because there's three people that I think of when I think of like when I was a really big like mute and just didn't talk. And it's you, Austin Neary, and Emma Kay. And we had Emma Kay last season. So it was so cool to have her on. And obviously, I'd love to have Austin on sometime. But like, it's just so funny because I remember I saw him one time when we were Mountain Heritage Day with Boldly. Oh, I remember this. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I got stressed because it was like, I didn't say two words in a small group, but here I am doing a podcast. So it's like the funniest <laughs> thing ever. Yeah. So I'm excited to have you on because I've never really had a conversation with you. So I'm just excited to hear your heart and what the Lord is going to show us through this. Yeah. So what are we talking about today? Yes. So we are talking about pursuit and relationships. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, I think it's really cool because this season we're bringing in a guy's perspective for each phase. I know, so we I love have it. singleness, talking phase, the pursuit, mm -hmm. dating, engagement, and marriage. So I think it's a really cool like dynamic mm -hmm. because we're a girl's audience, mm -hmm. but obviously girls want to hear guys' perspectives. Oh, so I think this is going to be really cool. Yeah. Um, so just to start us off, what does it mean to pursue? Mm -hmm. Ooh, what does it mean to pursue? <laughs> <laughs> Starting hard. Oh, yeah. Um. I think I think it starts with being serious um, with yourself of what are my intentions mm -hmm. with this person I may have feelings for, yeah. um, and also like not just going on a whim and you literally know the person for like two weeks and you're like, yep, um, let's just go date. Yeah, um, I mean it's evaluation of that person and how they may better you mm -hmm. and what they're qualities are and how they interact with others and mm -hmm. evaluating 
where they're at with Christ. Yeah, um, yeah it's also a journey. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. It is quite the journey yeah. um, if you are serious about it, mm-hmm. and you don't uh, like. I I like to use the term "one cheek it." Uh, That's it's good. just a very you know yeah PG way to say <laughs> yeah. it, but um, <laughs> yeah. My next one is: What does it mean to pursue God? Wow. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> what does it mean to pursue God? See, that's like it's it's interesting how with pursuit, everyone is like, oh, it's pursuit of another person. Mm-hmm. And then you ask, what does it mean to pursue God? And it looks so yeah. different. It does. But in a way, it doesn't. Because mm-hmm. um, there are aspects of how you pursue God that goes into how you pursue a woman um or i mean how you pursue a man (laughs) yeah that's that's not really like for the for the listeners yeah yeah, that's relevant yeah Yeah, it's true it's relevant um i mean i would hope that the man is doing most of the pursuit Mm -hmm. um in the the relationship but um yeah i mean it's prioritizing Mm -hmm. it's a sacrifice um it's what i didn't realize until later in life was full surrender mm-hmm. of self yeah. to God's will. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're just going off your own will, you're not going to be caring about what God is calling you to. Yeah. You're just going to be focused on yourself. Yeah. Mean, um, so yeah, the pursuit of God is definitely like just finding that contentment in Christ and following the Holy Spirit where he guides you. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. My question is that like when I was kind of planning for this podcast, like a lot of people say that like pursuing is like something that's old fashioned and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So like, what are your thoughts on that statement? Like, how do you feel about that? I So pursuit, I, I would almost agree. I mean, mm-hmm. not in the, the, the sense of like, it's just outdated. Yeah. I yeah. think it's because we live in an age that is so instant gratification pursuit is something that is not something you see as much anymore of because it's like oh i have feelings for you but if you're not gonna give those back Mm -hmm. then see you later like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go find someone who i can quote unquote pursue that's going to give me what i want Mm -hmm. um and pursuit is so much more than just um, getting what you want in return. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, like if you think about it biblically, how often do we give Christ what he wants in return? Mm-hmm. But yet he mm-hmm. pursues us every day. Yeah, that's um, good. And so in a way I'd say, yeah, pursuit is old fashioned mm-hmm. and it's outdated, but that's only because we've moved into such a day and age of, mm-hmm. I want what I want and I need it now mm-hmm. rather than I'm going to struggle through something in order to get what's on the other end. And uh, something that I've, I've been told and heard so often is things that are worth it are worth the wait. Mm-hmm. And what is not worth it usually comes easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's true. I completely agree with you. I think I always hear like, I think girls our age a lot say like we were born in the wrong generation. Like I wish like we could be 
you know, growing up in like the fifties or something where like everything's so simple. There's not mm-hmm. that social media and like the yeah. instant gratification. Um, so I completely agree with you. I think the pursuit should be like, make a comeback. Like yeah. it really should. It really it needs to. Yeah. I listened to a podcast today that was about this topic because I just didn't know where to start. And the person on there was like the heart of dating. And they were saying that the girl said a lot of times girls nowadays are saying that there are no Christian men out there. And that's just not true. They're just like so quick to be like, they're not there. Like they don't exist, but they really do exist. And it goes back to like worth the wait. Like you have to wait. And then also it's somewhere in Psalms. I'm going to get it wrong. So I'm going to try. But it's like (laughs) put delight in the Lord. And then the desires of your heart will be oh, met. Yeah. But it's like people miss put delight in the Lord. They just see the desires of your heart will be met. Yeah. But we have to first seek the Lord mm-hmm. before yeah. we seek someone else. Because for the pursuit can become an idol. Mm-hmm. Any part of dating can become an idol. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think this is like a cool conversation to have. Mm-hmm. But my next question is, <laughs> should women pursue men? Um, I think there is... I mean, like, I, I don't see why that couldn't be a thing. Um, mm-hmm. I think if, if I mean, we, we I don't know. It, it's, it's, <laughs> it's so, it's interesting to think about because it's like, as a man, you don't want to be passive. Yeah. And to be pursued by someone when you are not, I guess, thinking about them in that way. Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting to like, kind of gain that perspective of like, you know, is that, a way of being passive as a man, but, um, I don't believe it is because, you know, like God works in many different ways and through people and Mm -hmm. through circumstances and maybe like, you know, maybe that guy is just oblivious to everything (laughs) put in front of him. And like, it's just, it's what needs to happen. Um, I wouldn't, I personally wouldn't say like, don't, pursue but at the same time i would say don't do all the pursuing because that's not that's not your role i mean that's not the woman's role is to pursue the whole entire time like Mm -hmm. it should be i mean song of solomon Mm -hmm. is the pursuit of a man of a woman man i don't know (laughs) if i said that correctly but but as as godly men we are called Mm -hmm. to pursue whether that's Christ, whether that's a woman, whether that's other men as discipling and, and yeah. pouring into them, we are called to move. We are called to be leaders. Yeah. And if the woman is doing all the pursuit, mm-hmm. it's not leaving any room for that man to be a leader. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is no challenge to that man mm-hmm. of, well, what's he going to be like in the household yeah. to lead the family? Mm-hmm. If he's not, if it's all coming to him easy yeah. and it's like, I don't, I don't have to do anything for it. Yeah. How's he going to be when he finally hits that point of leadership and pursuit? And, yeah. and I think I also might speak into how he pursues the Lord. Yeah. I mean, if you're pursuing the Lord and you feel that you are called to marry someone, mm-hmm. then you're going to want to pursue that person as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if they're not pursuing you, then I would, Nope. You got there's there's something else going on there. And, <laughs> yeah. and uh yeah, but I, I don't think that women should just sit back and wait mm-hmm. at the same time. I think putting yourself out there and saying, Hey, like I like you, like mm-hmm. where where do you possibly see this going? Or yeah. 
um, is, is something that some guys need. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so since we've been talking about it this whole time, like in your opinion, what does the pursuit like consist of? Like, what are the steps, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, for me personally, I, I've always been one to not move quickly in that regard. Um, where if I have feelings for someone, I give myself time to see if it's like, okay, maybe it's just a physical attraction. Maybe it's just kind of like a situational thing. Um, are my feelings growing? Can I see, um, this going any further with this person? And most of the time, like I take months (laughs) to figure that out. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not one to just jump straight into a relationship um, right off the bat. Now, when I get in a relationship, I do have trouble of pacing myself, but that's a whole other topic. <laughs> true, true. Um, uh, but the pursuit aspect of it is really evaluating, like not wanting to jump in, like jump into a relationship too quick. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, if you get into a relationship and feelings start building and feelings start growing, and you realize, oh, this person just is not where I thought they were. Yeah. It makes it a lot harder to then either cut that off or maybe it's a call to then challenge that person. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if I was answering your question. No, or not, but... it did. It did. That's <laughs> awesome. I have a question within the question. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you said um, they might not be where you thought they were. Mm-hmm. Expand on that. Mm-hmm. I think it's easy for, especially Christians, mm-hmm. to put on the facade of, mm-hmm. I know what I like. I know what I read, mm-hmm. or I know that I'm saved, mm-hmm. and so I am a Christian. I'm saved, and yeah, like that's great. Mm-hmm. But are they pursuing the Lord each mm-hmm. day? Yeah. Are they giving that time personally to the Lord? Mm-hmm. Um, and are they stepping up and? pouring into the women that are around them or the men that are around them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so like, it's so easy to, I mean, if you only see them at church, it's so easy to put on that, that mask of like, mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'm at church. We're with community. We're, yeah. we're praising, like <laughs> I'm full on the spirit. Yeah. And then like, how, what, what does their week look like? Yeah. You, if you don't spend, if you don't personally spend that time with them throughout the week and like, have those conversations of like, how's your quiet times going mm-hmm. or observe how they treat others or who they're spending their time with, um, or maybe what their extracurriculars are. Um, then you will only see it at a surface level. But then when you get to the deeper level, if it's not where you thought it was going to be, then it puts you at a crossroads of like, okay, is this someone that I feel called to lead? in that way or is this like oh i thought you were in a much different place maybe it's just not the right time mm-hmm. like i think it might be just let's just stay friends yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah that's good so what does your experience with pursuit look like <laughs> um what does my experience look like a lot of counseling mm-hmm. um from married men mm, that's good <laughs> who have been through the process yeah who have seen the ups and downs, who have been on the other side and then see 
what it is like to be married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of advice from that area. Yeah. And then not just going to vent about, oh, I'm frustrated with this or, oh, I'm just kind of wondering like what's going on here. Yeah. But it's to listen and take that advice and apply that advice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, pursuit definitely is not easy at times. Mm-hmm. It can be probably one of the hardest things that you do as a man um, because maybe there's something you don't see going on that isn't being talked about or that you just they don't feel like sharing or have not gotten to a place of sharing. Mm-hmm. And so it, it makes it more difficult to then feel like you are doing the right things. Um, and maybe you're not doing the right things. <laughs> um, it's 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 kind of like a guess and check at times mm-hmm. of like, okay, was that the right thing to do? But it's also like to have that line of communication with that person of, hey, did you feel weird about that? Was that too much? Was that too little? What do you need? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of understanding what the other person needs and how you can best support that person and not putting your own will into a situation when it's not needed. Yeah. Um, which is a lot easier said than done. I want to turn the tables and ask you a question, Lily. Okay. (laughs) All right. Did Jared pursue you when you guys started dating? And if not, or if yes, what did he do? But does he pursue you now? And what does that look like? Mm. So he definitely did pursue me in the beginning. And I think a big part of the pursuit for him, and mind you, we were, he was a freshman in college and I was a senior in high school. So like long time, like we were young. um, So like, Neither of us knew the knowledge we know now, and that's for sure. But he still did pursue me. And I I think the best way to explain it is like, I kind of friend zoned him, but he kept coming back. Like he did not oh, give I up. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. He did not give up. And eventually it was like, okay, like, what am I doing? I got to give him a chance. And then it just never ended. So, <laughs> that's so um, cool. Yeah. So definitely yes in that front. And then he does still pursue me now. And that was actually a question I was going to ask you too, like, because in relationships, you always hear like, even after you're married, like keep pursuing each other, keep dating each other. And I think that's like very important. Like, um, I just think it's like part of a healthy relationship, Mm -hmm. but what are some ways that I guess I know none of us are married yet, but like thinking forward to marriage, like what are some ways you can continue to pursue like, the woman even after like you have her and she's your wife yeah um i mean like i think pursuit definitely looks different after marriage yeah. um you're not you know I, don't, I mean maybe it doesn't look that that different mm-hmm. i mean like you can still do the small things of like mm-hmm. sending flowers mm-hmm. or putting little notes here and there mm-hmm. um just going out of your way to do things yeah. i mean like the dishes or the laundry or make the bed or I mean when you have kids like wake up early with the kids make them breakfast like making their life easier by doing the smaller things that you don't realize cause a lot of stress Mm -hmm. um I mean especially if like they work long hours like Mm -hmm. stepping up Mm -hmm. as a man and 
taking care of the small things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, maybe, maybe it's, it's like the wife just really just, that's, that's her love that that's, she loves to do the small things. Mm-hmm. So you let her do those mm-hmm. and, and try to figure out a different way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, like one thing that, uh, was challenged to me was, to figure out a way of showing love, not through physical exchange, but through ways that expressed it without the need of physical touch. Yeah. Um, which that was like, whoa. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, and like, I mean, I'm always I'm I'm a I'm a note writer. Mm-hmm. I love to write notes to to special people. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also like a push of like, okay, find other ways than just notes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was, it was, it, it changed my whole thought process mm-hmm. of like, what can I do yeah. to show my affection and my feelings mm-hmm. toward a, this person rather than just um, a physical exchange? Yeah. Cause that really yeah. only goes so far. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, if you're going to grow old with them, mm-hmm. you're not going to be physical all the time. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I think there's just, like, there's so much pressure put on the physical aspect yeah. of, like, that's, like, the main focus of, like, marriage of, like, oh, like, when you're married, like, yeah, you're then going to know each other biblically. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, that's really only, just like, a very small, minute mm-hmm. part of the whole relationship. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't have experience or um time with that person outside of the physical aspect then like what's your marriage going to look like going further when you aren't being physical and you have to talk and you have to do life together and what's that going to look like um so yeah i mean like pursuit just it it changes but it's also it doesn't change yeah um yeah i think it's just it's more so like you just become more intentional and not, I think, I think that the pursuit changes by not letting yourself get lazy mm. or letting yourself become comfortable Yeah. and like, Oh, I've got them now. So I really don't have to do as much anymore. Right. When in reality it's like, Oh, I have them now and I want to keep them and I'm going to do as much as mm-hmm. I can to further our relationship and better our relationship. Yeah. So. Yeah. So the pursuit never ends. Yeah, pursuit, <laughs> pursuit should never end. When the pursuit ends is, is when something's gone wrong. Yeah, that's so. good. Um, I like how you said that it changes, but it doesn't. Because when you were talking, I like obviously again we we're not married, we don't know. Mm-hmm. But like the pursuit before dating is obviously so important. But I wonder if it's even more important when you're married. Because when you're married, it's like you become so accustomed to routines and just like the day to day things that like. I feel like pursuit would be really beneficial and even healthy mm-hmm. to maintain your re- relationship and your marriage mm-hmm. because you can just get lost in living together and doing life together rather than like being in love and having a kingdom relationship, trying to further the kingdom together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really like how you pointed that out. Yeah. My next question is, um, do you think comparison is something the enemy will do to you during the pursuit? No, oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, the devil use, I mean, the first covenant given to man is between man and woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, the devil is going to do his best mm-hmm. to try and ruin yeah. that from the very start. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And comparison is just a fleshly thing that we do every day, whether we like to admit it or not. Yeah. Um, and so you, especially in this day and age of Instagram and, and social media, how it's just the, the highlights are posted, but not the nitty gritty. Yep. And so you're like, oh, they're, they're doing great. Mm-hmm. Like they're happy all the time. <laughs> they're not fighting. Like there's no, nothing, go- but it's like biblically, if you are sharpening each other, mm-hmm. there's gotta be that friction of like mm-hmm. harder yeah. times and then yeah. things that need to be said yeah. that you might not want to hear from yeah. both ends. Yeah. That's um, true. So like, yeah, it, it's, it's like the comparison will definitely happen. Yeah. Um, and it's like, Oh, like they just got into a new relationship and they're just head over heels for each other in the honeymoon phase. And yeah. it's like, you might not be in the honeymoon phase anymore. Yeah. Cause you might be like a year or two in and mm-hmm. you're just like, well, why are we not there? Right. Well, you're in a much different spot. You're in a more mature spot mm-hmm. and you can literally say more mm-hmm. to each other than just, Oh, I love you. Oh, mm-hmm. you're the greatest. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. I'm just uh, starry eyed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, comparison will be there, but like you have to fight against it mm-hmm. and not allow yourself to be like, well, if we're not that, then, what are we doing? Because mm-hmm. every, every relationship looks different. Yeah. yeah. So what would you say to a man who is wanting to pursue someone, but is too afraid of the rejection to actually do it? Mm. That's good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to hear his answer. Um, I mean, I would just say like, man up. I mean, mm. it, in simple terms. Yeah. Like, I mean, just like, there's, there's always those memes of like, the worst she can say is no. And it's like, ew. <laughs> it's just like, okay. Like, yeah, maybe she can say worse than no. But like, yeah. I mean, if you feel called to someone or if you have feelings for someone, mm-hmm. take that step, take that mm-hmm. leap. Like if God is in it, God's going to take care mm-hmm. of it. Yep. Like there's no reason. Like, yep. I mean, going back to level, we're not given a spirit of fear. We're given a, a, yes. a spirit of power and, and courage. Like, mm-hmm. Stop worrying about worldly things of like, oh, well, if I get rejected, then life's over. It's yeah. like, no, move on. Like, mm-hmm. maybe it's just supposed to be just a good friendship. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you're not supposed to talk to that person ever again. Right. <laughs> um, and just go for it. Like, mm-hmm. really, I mean, it, it's such a the, the minute, such a minute thing that you will struggle with. And it'll be gone within like two to three days mm-hmm. of like, man, like I really wanted to date her. Yeah. She said no. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what's God calling me to? Yeah. And yeah. focus on your guys around you. Like mm-hmm. that's one thing that I've noticed is like when you are single, you have so much more time to focus on the guys and the relationships around you as men. Mm-hmm. When you are pursuing someone, that takes priority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In certain aspects. Not overall, but once you're married, it takes overall priority, but that will take up more of your time. You, you realize, mm-hmm. and those relationships won't be as strong Yeah, and you'll be like, well, dang, like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. So if it's a no, like embrace yeah. it, like yeah. be like, okay, cool. I yeah. can go pour into some guys and, and do life with some guys. And if another girl comes along, then I'll take another shot. But yeah. I mean, it's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. So I'll just be like, yeah, man up, just go do it. Like yeah. who cares? Yeah. I keep thinking you miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. <laughs> yes. Yeah, good old Ryan Gretzky. <laughs> so good. And it's funny because going back to Lily's story of like Jared, like if Jared had 
agreed to the rejection of the friend zone, like he wouldn't have found the person oh. he's living his life with. Like right. it's just that's crazy. That's cool. It's yeah, a domino effect. It's yeah. crazy. I mean, the one thing I would, I would probably say is for any guy that's listening, um, it's just like when you are pursuing a female, don't let that become your main focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, focus on her and be intentional with her, but don't let that become your idol. Don't let that mm-hmm. become your priority. Yeah. And still make pursuit of Christ your mm-hmm. first priority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because the pursuit of Christ comes first and everything else follows. Yeah. And if you don't have Christ as the center of your relationship, then that relationship is going to struggle. Yeah. If you want that firm foundation, you're going to be thrown to and fro in the wind. Yeah. So, and females, I mean, like, <laughs> like take that time and, and, and put the Lord first mm-hmm. and really evaluate the man that is trying to pursue you of yes. like, is he putting God first is he found in Christ is he pouring into other guys Mm -hmm. and making disciples or just living a godly life um, making the right decisions and leading himself in the right way because the way a man leads himself Mm -hmm. says a lot about how he's going to lead you Mm -hmm. Um, definitely (laughs) that's good so yeah to the women like don't stay in the honeymoon phase, really. Like, mm. take the blinders off yeah. and really look at him for who he is. Yeah. Because if he's not who you want, mm-hmm. then that's going to be an yeah. interesting conversation coming up. Yeah. <laughs> Don't true. let the cross necklace be your dictation for exactly. that. Uh, or the cross tattoo. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. <laughs> well, Seth, we are so grateful that you came on. Yes, and thank you. Oh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. Stay tuned for Flavor of the Week. Hey, y'all, it's time for Flavor of the Week. So to get us started, we're going to get started with our guest, Seth. So, Seth, what is your Flavor of the Week this week? So I actually have two flavors. Woo! One is a song, and it is Over and Over by Vertical Worship. Ah! Great song. Just talks about laying everything at the foot of the cross. Mm. There's being content in where God takes you. Mm. just a very big theme of where I'm at in life right now. Yeah. Um, and then the second one is something I heard at a conference this past Monday. Mm. It was, if there is no expectation, there'll be no encounter. Mm. So if you don't expect God mm. to meet you where you are, mm. wow. there will be no encounter with God. Dang, that's and that deep. has been mm-hmm. something that I have changed my mindset and mm-hmm. started with quiet times, which has been amazing. And then it was also like, well, I can do this outside of quiet times. Yeah. I can do this with my job. I can do yeah. this with mm-hmm. just eating food. I can do this mm-hmm. with going on a run. I can do this with working out. I can do this with everything. Yeah. If I expect God to meet me and be where I'm at and mm-hmm. have his presence there. Like, yeah, I might not like quote unquote feel it, mm-hmm. 
because faith isn't based off feelings, but I know that he's there. I know he's going to yeah. go before me and behind yeah. me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's been like something that's really shifted my focus and really shifted mm. how I do life now. Mm. And honestly, it has been one of the best things I've ever done. That's awesome. So, oh, that's great. That's awesome. I love it. What about you, Addison? Mine is a song, Ever Be by Bethel. Um, here is a sneak peek. I love that song. What about you, Lily? Mine is a song this week, and it is Know You Will by Hillsong. And here's a sneak peek. That's all for Flavor of the Week. Again, Seth, thank you so much for coming. And we'll talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye.